name is Bob Hurt, and welcome to the Baseball Doesn't Fall, Far From the Tree podcast. You can't believe how happy I am to have Ike Futch on this episode of our podcast, The Baseball Doesn't Fall Far From the Tree. I first learned about Ike from my friend Nancy Finley, who is the niece of former Oakland A's owner Charlie. She told me about this guy in the Houston area who had a record for not striking out at an alarming rate. I knew I must have him as a guest. I had read several articles about him and that sealed the deal. My favorite quote about him came from none other than Mickey Mantle. When Mickey heard that Ike only struck out four times in the entire 1963 season, he wasn't very impressed. Heck, I can do that in one game. So sit back and enjoy my conversation with Ike Fudge. So welcome to our podcast, Ike. Thank, thank you. All right. Well, the first question, like, I did quite a bit of uh, research on you. You know, believe it or not, on the Internet, there's a lot of stuff about you. So uh, you're a, a very interesting person. Uh, the first question I wanted to ask is, um, I read that most of your brothers were named after New York Giant greats. And why and and which ones? Uh, they are, and uh, I'm not one of them. But yeah, I had uh, uh, six six brothers and uh, three sisters, and my dad was a Giants fan. Okay, and, and of course we, you know, we always listen to the. Uh, Giants games on the radio way back when and uh, so uh, that that's how that uh, that's how we all ended up as Giants fans because of dad so. now you you lived in your part of the country you were able to get the New York Giants on the radio uh, yeah oh wow well that's cool um which which giants um, were some of your brothers named after? I know uh, Bill Terry, I think, was one, right? Uh, yeah, Bill Terry. That was uh, my. He was four years older than me. Okay. And uh, uh, Frankie Frisch. Okay. He was he was the oldest of us, and uh, uh, Joe Rigney. He he was a giant. So all all these guys played with the Giants, you know. That's why that's why he named them, you know, uh, after the, you know after the Giants players, because he he was a diehard Giants <laughs> <laughs> and, and and could not stand the Dodgers. Oh yeah, if you liked the New York Giants, I bet you didn't like Brooklyn. <laughs> it was yeah. definitely a rivalry. Yeah. Now, how did he get? How did he get Ike? Where did Ike come into the? Uh, that comes from my, my grand uh, granddaddy. Oh, okay. I had uh, uh, his name was Isaac Jackson Fudge. Okay. And uh, so, and everybody called him Ike. And uh, when I was born. Uh, uh, he, we, we just lived in walking distance, you know, from him. And uh, when I was born, uh, he walked up to the house and uh, and uh, and was talking with mother about my 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 birth, you know. And he wanted he asked her if he could name me. Oh, and and uh, and and she, of course she said, uh, you know that that would be fine, and then so that that's what it is. He he named me Ike the Jerry. Okay, Ike Jerry Fudge, and that that's his initials, and uh, uh, so he, he, he's. Uh, 
uh, I, I never, he, he died the day after I was born. Oh, jeez. So he never got, I never got to, I never got to know him, you know, yeah. other than all the, uh, you know, ancestry and stuff okay. we had. Did, I guess, did he get a chance to see you or was he in that, you know, in that bed? I mean, did he see you that one day or when you were born or? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. He, uh, that, it was the old Fudge house. It's a big, a big house, you know. Okay. And we lived in a smaller house, just, uh, you know, maybe, maybe a fourth of a mile. Okay. Well, he walked up to, to uh, our house and, uh, uh, to see me, and uh, and that's when he asked if if it he asked about my, my mother if he if it right if he named me. Oh, okay. So she, she said, of course. So uh, he, he named me uh, Ike Jerry. That's his, his initials. And, yeah, and. Uh, so that, that's, uh, that's how all of that came about. Yeah. You know, another thing I, I read, Ike, was, um, you know, getting to your, your baseball prowess was uh, you practiced by hitting coat caps with a broom, ha broom handle? You want to share that because you know, the the reason I ask you is I I coached uh, young kids and I used to do that and um, it oh, definitely really? yeah I, I I read it somewhere I think I read that um you know that Bryce Harper that's playing now he used to oh, do yeah. that his father used to uh -huh. do that for him so you know I said well that makes sense because you know it's a small object and when it's flipping you know it's you know you really have to have uh, hand eye coordination. You can make a, a cooktop do anything. It's like yeah. a, it's like a little frisbee, you know. Yeah. You can make it curve. You can make it dive and dip and all of this kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and it's real hard to hit, especially with a little broom Right. But um, you also commented that that practice uh, um, made you better. Better than twenty twenty vision, you it said. Oh, I, I got to where I could. Uh, my brother was, we, we would throw throw coat tops to each other. Right. And uh, I got to where I could hit it every time he would throw one. I wow. could hit it. Wow. That's you see now when I did it was the soft toss, so it wasn't. But you guys were actually pitching. To each other or throwing it yeah we, we would throw it to each other uh -huh. oh wow that explains a lot of things i'm looking at your uh you know your statistics and stuff with uh you know i mean not striking out i mean that has a lot to do with it if you have uh that great hand-eye coordination um you're not going to miss the ball to you know the ball looked like a big uh balloon or a big pumpkin now you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, if, if you can hit a uh, coke top broomstick, that's pretty good hand-eye coordination, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. So, we, yeah. but we were, we, we were, uh, all of us played, played ball, baseball. Okay. And, uh, and, and that, and that, you know, Dad named all of all of us of and I, I let one of them that was named after a giant. Right. <laughs> so, do you remember who um, got you involved with playing baseball? Was it one of your brothers, or was it your dad? Oh, oh no, I I, uh, I'm, uh, I played in. Uh, Oh, okay. I was born and raised in a little village. Right. In, uh, in, North, Louis in North Louisiana. Oh, okay. And uh, we had a small class B school. Right. And uh, uh, we won the state... Uh, State baseball championship yeah. that was played at uh, 
Alex Box Stadium in uh, in Baton Rouge. Okay. So were you close? Were you close to uh, Shreveport? Because Shreveport's up north, right? Yeah, yeah. Shreveport's in North Louisiana, but but okay. it, it's in the in the eastern part. Oh, okay. And you were on the it's western the side. Eastern part. It's almost on the Texas uh, Louisiana line. Shreveport uh, is. I see. So that's east. I mean, and then it's an Interstate Twenty goes through through here and. Uh, uh, through Monroe and Shreveport, Ruston. Okay. Now, a, a name that came up when I was reading about you was Atlee Donald. You want to uh, share with our listeners uh, a little bit about him and what his significance he was? Uh, yeah. Uh, I, uh, when when uh, we ended, I ended my senior year, and we were just right off of, uh, uh, you know, winning a baseball championship. And, uh, uh, so I had signed a letter of intent to go to college. And uh, so I think that right. The morning after I graduated, here comes uh, Atlee Donald come to the uh, to our house early in the morning, and uh, and he talked to me and he wanted to sign me, and we went back and forth with my dad wasn't there because. Uh, he would have wanted me to sign with the Giants, you know. Right, right. And, uh, but, but anyway, Atlee, uh, you know, he, he, he talks me and he said, I'll give you enough, uh, plenty of bonus that, uh, you know, that you can get your education. Of course, mom was already wanting to make sure we all got an education, you know. Right. And, uh, but Atlee was, uh, he was, uh, Atlee was born in Mississippi, but when he was two years old, uh, the family moved to Louisiana. And they lived, uh, and they, he lived there with his wife, and, uh, uh, oh, I, I would say about 30 miles where I was born and raised in Spearsville. Okay. Now, was he a was he a Yankee scout or? He was a Yankee scout. Yeah, he oh. was the Yankee scout. He's the one that signed. Okay, because um, there was something about the senators. I read. What was there anything about the well, Washington? You know, well, that was in the draft. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, they had a draft back then. Okay. Believe it or not, and uh, and and they they drafted me. Uh huh. Uh, I was trying to think about what what uh, how they. Uh, I can't, can't remember. Yeah, because I did. Some, some connection there, you know. Right, right. Cause but, but anyway, they, they, they drafted me in that draft. Uh, uh, and, and that was, uh, well, it was been 1959. Right. Now, do you think if you would have signed with the uh, senators, you would have... Um, you know, moved up quicker. Oh, yeah, I, 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 oh, there's no doubt about it. Right, and, and it's. I had a, uh, you know, I kind of regretted that. You yeah. know that I did because, see, it it, it took. Uh, I I would have been with the senators. Uh, 
I would have been to the big club at, at uh, 18 years old. Yeah, yeah, I would think because... Um, because they were, that, that, yeah, they drafted me uh, that, that year, so... Right. I, I kind of regretted it, you know, but it yeah. was just... Uh, yeah. Just, I, I didn't know, you know, much about anything that was going on, like uh, what I should do with all of that. I never, mm-hmm. not, none of the family had gone through it, or so we just had that. Yeah. Now you did something with yeah. all all that money that you when you signed the contract. What did you you first thing you did? I bought my mom a house. That's what I thought, and like a good son, that's uh, I applaud you for that. Yeah, well, well she, uh, uh, that's the least I could have done for the, yeah. all she did for us. Right, that's she true. She had nine kids and uh, uh, and raised <laughs> raised nine of us and. Uh, my dad, I wasn't around too much. Right. So. Yeah. She, uh, she did a pretty good job, I guess. Well, it, it certainly <laughs> sounds like it. Now, um, when, uh, let's see, uh, well, you climbed up the, the minor league ladder, and I, I know back during that time, I mean, you had Class D and Class C, I mean, it, it's, you know, different than it is today and stuff. What was that like, uh, you know, going from them those different levels? Oh, it was, and see, the Yankees were notorious for uh, bringing uh, players up. Right. Through their system. And uh, you, you just couldn't... Uh, they, they, I, I went and started out in class B, played class B, C, D, and uh, so, uh, and then, and then, of course, I got into, uh, uh, you know, into double uh, A and you know, and triple A, but it was, right, it was more like the major leagues. Yeah. Now, one of the guys that, and, you know, I, I live out in New Jersey, so, uh, you know, I'm out by New York, and uh, you played for Rube Walker? Uh, yes. Uh-huh. Now, when did you play for Rube? I, for... I, played, I played for Rube uh, two, two seasons, 1963 and 1964. Oh, okay. Uh, Rube, Rube was my, uh, I had later on when I was with with the Astros and uh, uh, my, uh, my manager was, uh, uh, oh, hey, anyway, he was, he was a Louisiana guy. Okay. And, uh, uh. Oh goodness, my my eighty one year old mind is going blank here. <laughs> hey, I know what you mean. I'm I'm only sixty five, but my mind does that too. <laughs> uh, yeah. I see. What was that? What, what, well, what, 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 yeah, what did you think of Rube? Because I remember Rube being a coach with the Mets, and uh, didn't he catch for the Brooklyn Dodgers? Uh, he did. He did. He was a backup catcher for uh, Campanella. Right, for Campanella, yeah. Uh-huh. How was he as a manager? Did you uh, enjoy playing for him? Or? He, he, yeah, he, uh, I, I, he was my favorite manager, except other, other than, uh, uh, oh, my goodness, Mel McGahey. Oh, right, right. Okay, I did see that name. I didn't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> yeah. He was a ball player, too, right, McGay Hay? Oh, yeah. He was, he was, uh, he was from Louisiana. He was, he played, uh, uh, he was a four-sport athlete. Okay. He played, 
he played everything, football, baseball, you name it. He, he yeah. played it all. Yeah. Okay. Now, I also read somewhere that um, you ran across Bruce, Bruce uh, Fremming, the umpire. Did he umpire during your... Oh, my goodness, yes. Uh, and, and you said something about you didn't think think he was good in the beginning, but he improved as a, an umpire, I guess. Oh, he, he was awful. <laughs> he, he was, I mean, he's just, he was just awful. Yeah. He was hot-headed. He did, you know, when we were <laughs> playing in uh, uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, in the Cardinal organization. Oh, okay. And uh, that's where he was, man, he, he was just, uh, he, he was, if, if, if you, a pitcher coming, just stepped off the mound a little bit like they didn't like the call. Yeah. He, he would jerk that mask off of him and he would just, he would just turn red, you know. <laughs> but I tell you what, he, he, and, and he, one time, uh, uh, he, he came out uh, to the pitcher and, uh, he said, uh, he said, if you, if you say another word, uh, I'm gonna kick you out of the game. And, uh, uh, you know, you know and, 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 uh, and, and stuff like that. And of course, uh, he, we was, uh, uh, I say, uh, our manager, uh, uh Vern Rapp. Oh, Vern Rapp! A Texas guy, right? Wasn't he a Texas guy, or he was, and he was also in the Cardinal organization. Okay, yeah, in the Cardinal, so he was he was our manager. Yeah, there in Tulsa, in the Texas League. Yeah. Well, Fremming did. You know, he had a long career as an umpire, so he must have improved, right? Yeah, he oh man, he turned out turned out to be one of the best umpires uh, uh, at, at the time. You know, yeah. He oh goodness, he managed he umpired several years. Right, right, because I you know I remember him umpiring, you know, but um, now um, let's see when a pitcher got now, like I said, you are. World renowned with your your back control and everything. What did you do when a pitcher got two strikes on you? Did you do something and you know? That's why. I, that's why I, I did not uh, strike out much. Right. Because I, I they, uh, most of the time I never got two strikes on me. Oh, okay. Because I, when I swung at a ball, I put it in play. Right. You know, that's to see it. That was all, all but four times. Uh, that year I struck out four times. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was, uh, uh, you know, I, I wasn't... Uh, I, I never walked. You know, so that, and and you were like second in the league in batting, I think, weren't you? You you batted over three hundred. Yeah, well, my first season at uh, in the Nebraska State League, I won the bat title. Right. And uh, but I I made I made the All Star team in every uh, all nine. Uh, leagues I played in. Okay. All right. Now, um, well, I, I wrote down here, and I, I guess this is what you did when you got two strikes. So did you choke up on the bat? Yeah, well, I always choked up a little bit. Oh, okay. I had, when, when uh, I played in the, uh, after I signed, the Yankees sent me to the Nebraska State League. And, uh, uh, oh, uh, 
Well, the Yankees, the Yankees sent uh, uh, me out here now. Right. Uh, what was the Yankee uh, Yankee uh, second baseman? Okay, that was going to be my next question, Jerry Coleman. Was Jerry it? Coleman. That's, that's who I was trying. Yeah, Coleman was there to work with hitters and. And uh, Eddie Lopat worked oh. with the pitchers. Okay, two good ones. Definitely two good yeah. ones. Yeah, that, that was, uh, uh, you know, that, that was when, when I started there. And uh, I was a shortstop in high school. Right. And uh, Coleman worked with me. He said, he said you're just perfect for second baseman. Okay. So he worked with me uh, and that spring training, uh, you know, to turn into double play and everything. And uh, so that, that uh, you know, that worked out real good. And uh, uh, all the, the uh, I played uh, second base other than that first year. Yeah. Uh, I played second base. Oh, okay, because I know you, you also could play third base, too, right? Didn't you play? What? I did play. That's right. I did play one year at, at third base. Okay. So you were a pretty versatile uh, player, infielder. But but like you're saying that you were predominantly a second baseman, you, you must have liked it, right? You like playing second? Uh, yeah. Yeah, like I said, I'd uh Shortstop, I played in high school, right. and then uh, the uh, uh, first year of pro ball. I see. And other than that, all of uh, I played played second base, and I loved it. Okay. Now, when you um. I read somewhere there was a minor league game. I guess this is when you were playing for, uh, I guess, Richmond. Uh, maybe that was AAA or something. But you uh, you played against, uh, I guess the Yankees came down and played an exhibition game against you. Mickey and Yogi were on the team. They did. That was, uh, that was at the spring training in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Okay. And... Uh, That must have been. They, uh, yeah, I think we had an exhibition game, and uh, it was uh, Richmond versus the Yankees. I see. And, uh, and of course, at that time, the Yankees had uh, uh, they had uh, uh, Stalmeyer and uh, all that. You know, that much. Uh, well, you had Al Downing, too. Remember, I, you uh, responded Al, to... Al. Yeah. Yeah, Al Downing, uh -huh. yeah I'm going to be speaking to him probably later this week. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was... Uh, they had uh, a bunch of young pitchers, right? I mean, Al Downing and Mel Stoudemire and, and uh, like, Jim Bouton and I think Ralph Terry and yeah, stuff. Yeah, Jim, Jim Bouton was on my... We were teammates in '59. Oh, okay. Our first, uh, you know, our first year of pro ball. Yeah, they called him Bulldog. Why did they call him Bulldog? Do you know, or did you ever hear he that? Just, he had a square uh, look at face, you know, and, and, uh, <laughs> and he, he 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 was a bulldog when he was pitching, and he was he was he was all. Serious, you know. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, around that time, I guess when you guys played down in Fort Lauderdale, I guess that's when my the quote that I I started to show off with about Mantle saying, "Heck, I could have struck out four times in one game." You met Mickey Mantle. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was uh, uh, that with Pete Mickelson. Right, Pete Mickelson, right. Another good one. On that flight, on that flight to Richmond to play the game. Right. And uh, so I was 
So Pete turned around and then told about uh, striking out four times, you know. Right. <laughs> and uh, and Mantle looked at me a little bit and he said, Hell, son, I struck out that many times in one ball game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, now, when you were in the minors, I mean, the Yankees had quite a, and, and I could see why it was hard to, to break through, but, I mean, you had infielders like Bobby Richardson and Cleet Boyer and Tony Kubak, right? Yes, same guy. Now, were they around yeah. the same age as you? Ike, were they the same age? or? <laughs> yeah, they, well, they were just a little bit older. Oh, okay. Yeah. But because, see, I, I started, I wasn't at 18, you know, when I started. Right. And uh, most of them started, you know, a little later than that. Right, right. Now, um, I was also looking at some of the, to the Yankees, uh, well, you said Jim Bouton you played with, and he made it up to the Yankees, but um, there was uh, Roger Repose, of course, Pete Mickelson, Mel Stoudemire, and Dooley Womack. Um, you got any uh, thoughts on, on any of them or any recollections? Oh, yeah. We, uh, 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 I played, uh, I played uh, my teammates with, for four years, I played with Roger and Dooley. Okay. Uh, let's see. Tom Metcalf. Oh, okay. Uh, but but most of those guys, I, I played uh, uh, four years. Oh, with, nice. You know, in the line of you know, and also <clears throat> when I was reading, uh, you played against uh, some pretty good ball players too. A lot of Hall of Famers like Tony Oliva, and you played against Pete Rose and Tony Perez and Phil Negro and Carl Carl Yastrzemski and Ferguson Jenkins. I mean, uh, they were, that's that's quite impressive, uh, especially those pitchers. And you must have hit off them because you were always batting three hundred. <laughs> Yeah, they, uh, you know, all of those guys were, were going up, and here I was going all the way through the Yankee organization, you know. Right, right. Yeah. And I also read that you played with a guy named Ronnie Retton. Now, can you tell me a little bit about him? Because I, I know one thing that I would know him for. Oh, with the, uh, oh, with the, 
the Olympics, the gymnast, I mean, she's, you know, I mean, she did pretty good for herself. She made, I think she was even on a box of Wheaties, and if you could do that, <laughs> you she, must she be. She was, <laughs> she was, and she won. Uh, she won, uh, and, uh, 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 oh, what was the tumbling and stuff? She won that in the Olympics. Yep. That year. Oh yes, yeah. she was. She was quite she special. Was, she, she was. See, Ronnie. Ronnie was. Uh, he he wasn't but five six. He was real short. And you're six foot, right? You're you're like taller than that. Yeah, I'm six foot, and but he he was just, but he was built real good. Right. But but he was. Uh, and and uh, Mary Lou was built just like him. Okay. She, she's you know all it, it was just muscle, but you didn't, they didn't have any height, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, that's right. So so Mary Lou was was built like her her dad, kind of short and stocky, yeah. I guess you would say. Yeah, yeah. she was. She was. Uh, yeah. And. Uh, with a lot of Yankee greats and stuff. Uh, any of them you want to talk about and, and give us a little uh, what you thought? I mean, like Mickey and Roger Maris, I guess, you cross paths with, or, you know. Well, maybe not Roger. You probably didn't. Roger and I were good friends. We, we still call each other. Oh, okay. About once a month. I see. And, uh, pretty close. I read a book on Jim, you know, that... Uh, yeah, they, they were. They were real close. Yeah, that's for sure. Now, um, when you uh, when you met some of the, you know, the Yankee, uh, the Yankee stars like Mantle and, and uh, I guess, Yogi and stuff, how did they treat the minor leaguers? You know, did they... Oh, man, I'll tell you what... Uh, and I, I, I never had been 
you know, that was my first time in the spring training with the Yankees. And he was one of the first guys that walked over and shook hands with me. Wow. And this, that was just, that's the kind of guys that they were, man. They was, they, they, uh, you know, no, no fooling around with them about okay. right. anything like that. Who was, Really? They were all pulled together, you know. That's why the Yankees were always so good. Yeah. Because they, they held the head of the whole minor league system. Was, uh, you know, worked that way. Yeah. And uh, they played to win ball games. And I moved around. Right. You know, I was reading about the, uh, the Yankee uh, minor leagues, and they kind of declined... Uh, Declined when uh, Dan Topping and Del Webb were preparing to sell the team. Uh huh. Yeah. Would you agree with that? I guess you know. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it is. That, that's uh, uh, that there was nine nine years between uh, that year and uh, and when they 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 won a pennant again. Yeah. How how was it playing for Tulsa in the Texas League? You know, I mean, the Texas League's got a great reputation. I mean, uh, I, I loved it. Yeah, it was it, it was one of the most fun uh, uh, league I played in. Okay, and, and, and I was at Tulsa. It was absolutely first class. Right, all the way. Yeah, yeah, I have. And, uh, oh, sorry. But, uh, uh, that that was my uh, Greensboro and Tulsa were my two uh, two favorite places that I played. Yeah. Didn't uh, didn't Bobby Bragan have something to do with the Texas League? Wasn't he like a a president of it, or was that after your your time uh, in there? Maybe it was afterwards. I'm not sure. He, he wasn't. He wasn't then. I, okay. I don't know. Uh, excuse me. Yeah. Because he was a Texas guy, Bobby Brakin, and I think he he was the the president of the league at one time. You know. But, uh, I'm trying to think of uh, who the president of the league was then. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, it was, uh, uh, shoot. Uh. Well, that's, that's okay. I, I, you know, like I said, I just, I think somebody else that I interviewed had mentioned that, and they, it, it would have been after you played, you know, about Bobby yeah. Bregan. Now, um, how about talking about that double you hit off of Cecil Upshaw? I read that you hit one off him, and what was the significance of you hitting the ball, hitting the double off of him? Well, see, I faced Cecil, and uh, uh, Cecil and I were were, uh, <coughs> were raised in Spiritsville. The, the, uh, they lived, that was lifelong uh, <coughs> uh, spiritual guy. Yeah. And Cecil's dad, uh, they, they lived in they He was born and raised in Spearsville. Okay. So, you know, we were always moving around with each other. And I, I, we played together when we were just toddlers. Yeah. And uh, so, Cecil, he got, I hit that double. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he turned around and looked at me. And he, he didn't say anything, but I, I could tell he kind of had a smile on his face. <laughs> like old times, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, here's, here's another part, and, and it really is, uh, you know, it was, was horrible, I guess, but um, uh, you came close to playing with the Astros, and you had a place on the active roster, but 
you didn't get a chance to to make the trip. Uh, what happened? Uh, I uh, I walked out the There was a uh, uh, old uh, woman's team up in uh, uh, up in the, uh, Washington State. Oh, like Tacoma or a Tacoma? Tacoma. That's where it was. Okay. And, and uh, they had an outfielder by the name of. Uh, Okay. <laughs> Excuse me, I got yeah. my sinuses all messed up. Oh, okay. But but anyway, uh, uh, Rodman played at Tacoma, and they came into Oklahoma City to play us, and. Uh, the first, uh, he, he, he got, uh, first time he came to bat, he he got a hit, walked or something. Anyway, he was on first base. And, uh, and the next hitter hit a high hopper to third baseman. And, uh, so the third baseman threw it to me, and I, I caught it. I, I caught it, or tried, tried to catch it, when, uh, like a first baseman, you know, because I knew it, we couldn't get it. It was hit too slow to get a double play. Right. And uh, uh, so it, it, Rodman was running from from first to second, and by the time he got to second base. Instead of just sliding into me, uh, he he went airborne, oh. and and like like a football block right across my knee. Oh no! And uh, they, they said that they had, they could hear. Uh, it sounded like a rifle went off in the, in the stadium. Oh, jeez. When, when those ligaments uh, snapped. Yeah. And it absolutely tore uh, all. I had no, no, no mucus. No, I, I, still, I still have trouble walking right. to this day from that. Oh, I see. Now, did your did, Rodman was just, and and he did it on purpose, you know. Right. And I knew that because he had gotten a, he had gotten the worst of a, a bench clearing clear thing in Tulsa the year before. Oh, okay. So I knew what kind of guy he was. Yeah, he was seeking revenge or something. Yeah. Yeah. Now, did you um did you retire shortly after that? I mean, after that game, or did you play still play after that? Uh, no, now I that with a Yankee organization, I played six years. Right. Uh, so that was to. Uh, 59, 50, 61, 62. Anyway, the, the, uh, uh, the Cardinals drafted me at, 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 for the 64 season, they drafted me from the rank to the Yankees. I see, okay. Okay, so... So I went to uh, I went to the Cardinals and I played one year there. Right. And then in '66, uh, the 
like uh, luck plays a big part. I mean, you could be skillful, but uh, you know, you need some luck, I guess, to be in the right place. You know, oh, the, yeah. Yeah. Now, after, after you stopped playing baseball, what did you do? Because you retired, you were like in your 20s, right? Absolutely. When I got hurt. Yeah. But now, now what was your question? Oh, I, did, I said, like, what, what did you do after your baseball career? What What did you do? I mean. Uh, well, I, I had, uh, I had been going to uh, uh, college. Okay. Between, uh, uh, in the off season, every year, I was going to Louisiana Tech in Ruston. Okay. And uh, and I was, I, of course, I, I could only go one semester at a time in fall. You know? Right, right. It was, so I would get, have to be, you know, then I'd have to go to be in spring training, you know, mm-hmm. early and, and, and like in March and uh, But uh, I ended up, you know, I finally got, got, I got my, I got my degree that way. It uh, took a, took a long time, but uh, it, it was worth it. Yeah. And, uh, and then I, I worked, uh, uh, I worked when I was going to tech. I worked in a department store. Okay. That's okay. I, I just, uh, I was just wondering, you know, what you did after you you played, because you did, you know, you had to, you know, you had to leave, you know, when you were still in your twenties. So, you know, I understand that. Um, now, what do you want people to remember about you with your playing? I mean, you're getting a lot of, you've gotten a lot of exposure about your back control and everything. Is that, uh, I mean. Did you want them to know how you played the game, or you seemed like you you played the game the way it should be played? Yeah, it, it, it uh, uh, you know, I had, uh, I had some, I, 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 I just had a, had a, uh, I had, I just had a good, good minor league, league, uh, 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 season, you know. Yeah. Like I said, I was, I was on the all-star team 
every year. And uh, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's just, you know, and I, I always, uh, uh, and, and everybody just, you know, was was good to me on the way up. And, yeah. Uh, imagine that I could definitely imagine that well that's basically all, all the questions I have Ike and uh, I want you to know how much I really appreciate you you know taking some time to talk with me and uh, I was looking forward the minute I heard about you and I started reading uh, some of the articles about you I said I got to talk to this guy I definitely have to do that and what what I'll do is when my brother-in-law puts this together I'll send you the link and then you can just click it on and you can listen to our interview. How's that sound? That's fantastic. Okay, well, you have a great... And if you, if you want to, uh, I can send you some, uh, some articles. Oh, yeah. I would love that. I would definitely love that. And, I, you know, I really appreciate you coming on my, uh, you know, my Facebook page that I have... Um, called The Baseball Doesn't Fall Far From the Tree. Uh, you oh, know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those articles are really, uh, really I neat. I enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have a lot of fun with it. I, you know, I, I didn't, uh, I played all through high school and I played a couple years. Of course, I didn't make it to the, to the minors or anything. I had a tryout with the Tigers, but um, I've always loved baseball, and, and this is, because I actually wrote a book that came out in this past January, so so I really like it, and it's great when I get a chance to talk to people like you, and, um, you know, that's why I I set up, you know, my dad did the same thing. He was, I'm a Pittsburgh Pirate fan. You know, my dad uh, brainwashed me early, so, you know, <laughs> you know just like you with the... I think so. I try. I try to tell my, you know, my son is uh, 24, and you know the kids at that age they they just can't get into baseball. I mean everything's like you know basketball and football and, but uh, yeah. But you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right about that. All right, sir. Well, if you have a you have a good day, and um, how's the temperature out in Louisiana right now? Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. It's in the, in the high 90s here. And, okay. and humid. Oh, man. Man, our, our summers are really, really hot. Yeah, yeah. But we got to get used to it. Yeah, yeah, you got to, right? I mean, we're, we're, right. we're actually having some cool weather now in, in New Jersey. Uh, you know, it's like in the 70s, so it's kind of pleasant. Yeah, definitely pleasant. All right, Ike. Well, we'll get uh, uh, we'll get just a little bit of uh, a little cooling, start cooling down some around the middle of October. Okay, okay. We have some cool, you know, new spells. Yeah, that gets us on into the. Hey, that's right around the bend. (laughs) Okay, Bob. Well, listen, I appreciate you. Okay, Ike. I'll send you some uh, okay. some stuff. Yeah, uh, you can use it, or if you yeah. not, just stuff. Uh, yeah, definitely. I appreciate it. I. All right, you have a great day. Okay, thank All you, right. man. Okay, bye. Bye. The phrase "the apple doesn't fall far from the tree" is meant to indicate how children's qualities and talents are similar to their parents. So to honor my dad and his influence on me concerning baseball, I named this podcast The Baseball Doesn't Fall Far From The Tree in his honor. If you have any questions about today's program, you can contact us via email at rvhurte at gmail.com. And if you're interested in our new book, Intelligent Influence in Baseball, 
you can also send us an email and we will let you know how you can order it. In the immortal words of the famous baseball journalist, Red Smith, baseball is a dull game only for those with dull minds. <laughs>